You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Welcome to Inside the Monster with Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. Welcome to episode 47 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. The Red Sox have beaten the New York Yankees in a full series. They have won a more than one game series against an AL East opponent. Rafael Devers is the Yankees' daddy, and the Sox still have postseason life, Joey. How you doing? Good. I didn't like you saying the word daddy. That made me feel uh, not wonderful. But besides that, doing all right. Rafael Devers is the Yankees' father. Is that? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's because I I had a tweet Mm -hmm. about, like, on the left is daddy Yankee and on the right is Yankees' daddy. Right. Which, hand up, I saw it somewhere. And it wasn't about Devers. I think it was about like someone on the Rays or something. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's funny. So I, I kind of stole that one, which I never really do. I'll tell you, I saw it and I was like, oh, that's funny. Steve didn't think of this. There's no way <laughs> this is like an original. <laughs> You're like, no way he can be that funny. Like he's not even. But it's a just little one funny. of those things. Like, oh, this had to have been done before. Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's it didn't right feel there. like a stolen. It didn't feel as much like a stolen thing. Because, like, I, th- I think I've seen it around. I think people just do it. And people are like, okay, yeah, it's yeah. like Daddy Yankee and then whoever crushed the Yankees that night. So, right, um, right, right. But either way, uh, that was quite a series here at Fenway Park. Could have been a sweep. It could have been a sweep. Some would say should have been a sweep. But the Red Sox getting two wins was very important. We'll look at some stats here. It is the first time the Red Sox have walked off the Yankees twice in the same season since 1996. Did you say walked them off twice in a series? In the same season. Oh, okay. I was going to say they didn't walk them off Yeah, twice so they, they walked them off twice. It's like, dude, are you watching the game? Yeah, yeah, uh, no, they tonight, yeah. walk off on Friday, which, by mm-hmm. the way, I mean, we'll we'll hop around here. It's not going to be as much game by game, more just like the main topics of what went down. But the game Friday, I, I'm, I'm going to say, Joey, I got to mm-hmm. say, say it. didn't see that coming. Really? Didn't see that dub. Not, not at all. No, I, I really, and I know the Yankees have been playing poorly. Going to get into some Yankee stats here soon. But the way that game was going, and to get to the ninth inning and to see Clay Holmes. See, this is the thing where I still, and you know, your entire life, and you're probably the same, you follow the Red Sox scores obviously very closely. We watch these games, but you follow the Yankees scores every night. It's just an every night thing. I don't even care about what's happening with the division. I obviously care about what's happening. I don't even care that the Red Sox are in last place, whatever. But, but even if, even if not- you're 16 back, it's like, 
I'm still going to see what the Yankees are doing. The Yankees could be in last you in the AL East. And yeah, it's like you're going to still be pulling for them to lose. So it's crazy when you hear like, oh, Clay Holmes coming back down to earth. Like, did Doogie ruin Clay Holmes? Yada, yada, yada. And it's kind of out of town. You know, they'll be, they were on the West Coast there. It's like you don't see it as much. And then at the park on Friday, he was rattled. Yeah. It noticeably rattled, throwing balls all over the place, had no control whatsoever. Credit to the Red Sox for taking pitches. They were, I think, JD, multiple guys there uh, taking pitches and giving them a chance to tie it. I was really hoping they would win it. Christian almost got it, man. He almost got that walk off. You've had a and couple you still chances. Feeling it? When did you start believing that the Sox could win the game? No, I'm more say that I didn't think they were going to tie it in the ninth. That's my point. Oh. That's my point. I think that's just been a lot of our feelings as Sox fans this season, where it's constantly like, eh, okay, you're kind of in it, you're kind of not, but then it normally at the end of the game doesn't go the way you want it to go. And big picture, and we're going to talk about the series a, a ton. We're going to break it all down. Mm-hmm. Big picture, I think the biggest concern that we have is that it's a lot of this win two games, lose one. Win one game, lose two. It's just kind of just a bunch of 500 ball Mm -hmm. that goes on and below 500 ball. And you're trying to keep climbing back in the standings. And they're going to need, I've said it, you know, the last couple of weeks, but at some point the Red Sox are going to need a seven or eight game win streak if they want any chance of making the playoffs. This is how you start, though. You win a series against the Yankees. Understandable the Yankees haven't been playing great baseball lately, but... It still matters. It still carries weight. And you're on national TV twice. You could have won both of them, whatever. You win Sunday night baseball. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to some of these stats here. So this blew my mind. What do you think? Don't look. What do you think? I'm looking. What what do you think Aaron Judge's career batting average at Fenway is now? He had one hit in this series. It was that home run. One... One is correct to start. <laughs> uh, 41. He's 178. So he's really good. He's way higher than what you okay. thought. But yeah. 178 career average. I only went low because you had told me before it was low, and then he just went one for what, nine? Whatever it was, yeah, Where somewhere around there. Yeah. So I just figured, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's that just, is bad. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm genuinely stunned. He comes up to the plate. You think he's going you know, to hit a ball 500 feet every single time. But, yeah, Aaron Judge hitting 178 for his career at Fenway Park now. It's the first Yankees ALE series loss since April 15th to 17th at Baltimore, which is absolutely crazy. The Yanks were held scoreless for the ninth time this season. It's only the eighth time. Uh, that only happened eight times, rather, all of last year. It's the first time. This is interesting. This is for, all from the stat sheet, by the way. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Kevin for giving us this. First time the Red Sox have tossed a shutout with two hits or fewer against the Yankees at Fenway since 2011 been 11 years that wasn't too many qualifiers either it was just like shut out two hits or less that's i can do with that mm-hmm. uh last five red sox starts nick pavetta six innings pitch three runs josh winkowski five and two-thirds three runs he really should have gotten out of that yeah. that should have been six and zero nathan Avaldi, six innings pitch two runs cutter crawford six innings pitch two runs michael walker seven innings pitch no runs the starters are doing it recently they're finally coming back and helping you out a little bit Michael Walker literally came back and was dominant on Sunday night. He literally came back. He literally came back, yeah, from the injured list, finally. And fan graphs, what what do you think the percentage is now of making the playoffs from fan graphs? It's not bad. It was, what, 12 before? It was was 15. It was 15, then it went down to 12. Now where do you think it's at? Um, 
I'm going to say back above that. I'm going to 16. Do they give a percentage? Or they, they normally do. I just round I round down or round up. What, yeah. what is it? It's 17. So it's right. I was going to say 16.9. I'm not kidding. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah 17. Yeah, yeah. You got it right then. Yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah. Sox have a, according to fan graphs, a one out of six chance of making the postseason, which feels about right. If you did this season six yeah. times in a row, if you simulated it, I think one of them, like I mentioned, probably has the Sox having like a nine game win streak, getting right back in it. And winning some crucial games down the stretch and being the last wildcard team. I just can't tell you how much I believe we're in timeline number six. What do you, what do you mean? I mean, I I just believe it's happening. I just you think they're making the postseason? I've never had a doubt. Like I've you've never had a doubt? No, I really haven't. Like I I don't know if doubt is the right word. I think every year. I really believe this team is going to win it all. Like every single year. <laughs> I think the Sox are winning it all this year. I, I really, really do think that every <laughs> single year. And then like you know. Even this year, like once October comes and they do make it in, because again, we're in timeline number six and they're going to, I know in my heart that that first game of the postseason, I'm going to think, wow, they really can do it. They could, they could do yeah. it with this club. They could win it all. I don't know why. I don't know what that is. It's, it's some blind faith, but I, I think my logical brain also thinks this team is going to make it. Do you think we're in timeline number six? Where are we at? I think we are not in timeline number six, but I think there's a chance we are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's not I don't, an answer. Here's the, here's the deal. No, I, I, it's a complete non-answer. The Red Sox have a 0.5% chance of winning the World Series. So that via fan graph. So there you go. One in um, 200? I don't hate that. Yeah, it's not absolutely terrible. Uh, another stat, just real quick, has nothing to do with this series, but just for reference, the Mets actually have the highest chance... Of winning the World Series. That makes sense. So it's the other New York team, not the Yankees, that have the highest chance of winning Best it team all. team in New York, yeah. Yeah. And last thing here when it comes to stats and numbers, I need to know the last time a Red Sox-Yankees series happened mm. where three runs was all you needed to win each game. That's nuts. Uh, I, I, did you see it? Yeah, I did. Yes. I did. What is it? Damn it. Did you see it? Or are you just it? making I, that no, up? I really did. I really did see. You know what? It might even be on. It wasn't on the sheet. I don't know. Was it um, on the sheet? There, I did see, uh, you know what? It might have been Nightingale. Was it Nightingale? Nightingale had a weekend, huh? people. Yeah. Me and him are, are at odds with each other right now. No, I know. You guys go way back. I know. He texted me and was like, hey, bro, we should really sit down and talk. Yeah, it's like, what the hell, dude? I know. What are we doing? The last time, uh, I think it was the same stat. That, what? That you threw out there already. What's that? The 2011 stat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but still, I would just like to know the last time a Red Sox-Yankees series, Fenway, Yankee Stadium, London, wherever, obviously not London, uh, where it was three runs was all you needed to win the game. Game one, 3-2, Red Sox. Game two, 3-2, Yankees. Game three, 3-0, three Boston, Red Sox. Uh, we should start with Michael Walker, though. Michael Walker comes off the I.L., and yeah, yeah, let's clap it up. Nice job, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, where you going, Mike? There's probably some writers down the hall that are like still doing their story. Like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Why are people Who's clapping Mike? so loud in the EEI Mike, studio? I felt we were calling him Mike, huh? I know. It actually felt very wrong. He's not a Mike. No, he's, he's a Michael. Yeah, he definitely goes by Michael. He's a Michael. He was the kid in class that was extremely responsible. Yeah. Got there early. Yep. Never was rushing to finish the homework. Mm -hmm. He Michael Walker did his homework right when he got home. And probably yeah, and through baseballs in class, you think maybe What? Like through baseballs, like um 
seven innings, uh, no no runs. Through baseballs in class? Yeah. I'm just going off what I see on the field. Okay. Yeah, that's if good. If he's anything like he, if he's <laughs> anything in the classroom like what I see on the field, he definitely uh, has been working on his arsenal. Yeah. You know? In school, he was tossing, you know, seven shutout like every other <laughs> class. It was <laughs> just a really dumb comparison. that makes absolutely no sense. It's not an analogy at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah. He was giving up two hits like every day and no more. It was crazy. But Michael Waka. It's, I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't. Like, he has a two four four on the season. It's no longer like a fluke or a hot streak. No, or whatever you wanted to say to kind of justify what the beginning of this year looked like. We all thought, oh, cool. I mean, it's not sustainable, but it's awesome that he's doing it right now. No, dude. Michael Waka's like an ace. He's like a dude. I still can't throw that word around. I we had that conversation before in the season, and I'm like, ah, you need you need to be a certain kind of thing to be an ace. I can't go that far. But let's be real though. Michael Walk is a guy that, and I think we were talking about this. Might have been saying it to you or Nate. Shout out Nate, by the way. Uh, great hanging yeah. with Nate during these games, and uh, him and Coop got me a Ken Griffey Jr. jersey for my birthday, which oh, was. Your birthday. It, it was my birthday on Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to, a little tease, I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about Joey's gift that he got me in closing thoughts. Um, but it was incredible, and I have a lot to say about it. But uh, Michael Walker, I'm trying to see, what was the stretch there? He, we'll give you some splits here. In April, Michael Walker had a 177 ERA. Get out of here. A 143 batting average against. In May, Walker had a 310 ERA, so a little higher. Tough uh, man. Tough man. He had... It was really that game in Chicago. He gave up five earned. He was on a great stretch, and they won 16-7. to Those are always tough, where it's like, here, we're giving you a ton of runs. That story had a couple bombs, I think, three-run mm-hmm. shot. That's when he was in the middle of his huge stretch. So giving up five there, it's like, eh, what, like whatever. We're already up by 10. Like right, It's right, hard right. to really like bear down. Low pressure. So that was the only – that's crazy. That was the only start in April – May, all right, so Michael Walker, April, May, and June is when he was pitching before he went on the injured list. His first, let's see, his first 12 starts of the year, he only had one with more than three earned. And he only had two with more than two earned. That's insane. He only had one bad start. Like leading up to that, uh, that last outing there at Toronto, he goes five, four earned, which wasn't even that bad couple of Ks in there. Seven hits, though. Gave up a decent amount of hits for five innings. But, yeah, Michael Walker overall has just been – he's been great. He's had a couple of bad starts this year. Everything else, it's it's always – it's a lot of zeros. It's a lot of ones. It's a lot of twos. And consistently, he's given you normally six-plus, normally around that around that in, territory. In a complete game shutout, tossed in there just to stay in shape. I know, and right? Then, in Anaheim. Today, that's right. what was it, five perfect? You go five perfect, four and two thirds perfect. So I was, ta- I'm curious of what what you think of this. I was mm-hmm. talking with Nate, and we were wondering at what inning length on the MLB app do they say do they put the little perfect game tab on it? It's after six. That's what I thought. Yeah. Thought it was through six because mm-hmm. I was like, are we one out away from them putting the perfect game slab on MLB.com? <laughs> like, no, dude, you got to go through six. And who cares? Yeah. It's so funny. Like I catch I catch myself frequently. Getting all riled up about stupid stuff that just doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, we Nate and I probably had a five minute conversation about 
how many innings you got to go to get the little perfect game tab on the app. I, I don't. It, who cares? Doesn't even matter. But um, start every game with it. I would find that hilarious. Also, like, I would hate that. Perfect. I'd find that funny for like two nights. That like this is not funny <laughs> at all anymore. Um, but I yeah, it said it was like oh you got to turn on your television. Michael Walker's perfect through one. And he almost it almost started getting weird. Where I'm like, wait a second, is he about to throw a perfect we can't game? Actually, do this because yeah. I list anyone listening at home right now. Answer this question before I tell you the answer. When is the last time you think a major league pitcher threw a perfect game? Now, some of you might have seen a stat or a, you know a, a tweet go out there because Rasmussen almost had a perfect game for the Rays uh, today, but it was ten years ago today. It was 10 years ago to the day that Felix Hernandez had a perfect game in 2012. And I think over like a five-month span, there were three perfect games. It was like that Humber guy, uh, Matt Kane, and Felix Hernandez, which is just nuts. It's a, a classic Tim Kirchin thing. Where it's like, Baseball's insane. You know, you'll see three in five months and then none in 10 years. Like I understand. I get it. It's... I, I thought it was Felix, but then looking it up, I was like, wow, it's actually been exactly 10 years since the last one. And that is so strange. And last year, wasn't there was a stretch, was it right at the beginning of the year? There was like there were a million no-hitters. seven no-hitters Yeah, it was, it was bad. That was, that was fishy. That, I mean, you got Corey Kluber on the Yankees well, throwing I mean, that, a no-hitter. Was that right before the sticky stuff cracked down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. No, it, it, there, was, there was a correlation, <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the balls were dead. Who knows? It, it It's so funny. The game will tell you if something's fishy. The stats yeah. never lie. Like, if league-wide things are way down, something's up. Like, mm-hmm. something's up. You're messing with the baseballs. Like, the, the pitchers have found some new way to dominate. But mm-hmm. either way, Michael Walker, shout-out to him. He was great tonight. I love his composure out there. He's so, you know, level-headed. There's just, you know, nothing too high, too low. You feel you feel like you have a very responsible pitcher on the mound. <laughs> yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good <laughs> old good boy. Luck is like, where's where's Waka from? Do you know? Uh, let's see. He's a nice southern boy, right? I don't know if southern is the right. Like, is he like more middle middle of the states? He's a nice mid states guy. <laughs> uh, Michael Waka is Iowa. From, there we go. He's from Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Doesn't it just seem like Michael Waka could Midwest. pitch a full there season at the Field of Dreams? Like you could see every start be like. Gonna feel sure. good tonight. We got good boy Michael Walker on the mound with you know a bunch of corn around. It's gonna be a nice <laughs> night here. That was great. It, by the Field of Dreams game is just so cool. I have a question about the Field of Dreams game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in Iowa. Okay, never mind. I have right. no question, but no. Clears that uh, up. Are they only gonna include like is every Field of Dreams game going to include one of the Chicago teams? I think so, or That's a team around there. I think it's gonna it's gonna be that or a team around there. That's what it seems Remember like. Remember when I told you that Iowa is blacked out of five markets on MLB TV? Yeah, I saw a dude tweet it. It's actually six. <laughs> six markets? It's six markets. Wow. Isn't that nuts. That's a little crazy. Yeah, I mean get get Iowa I don't know, some viewing ability, please. Would get, you please can, would you get Iowa some MLB viewing ability? Please. Damn it. Please. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen the signs that say that. But yeah. I mean, they say exactly that. And yeah. it's really smooth. They they should have taken a little more time on the signs. Um <laughs> But so Michael Walker, shout out Michael Walker. I don't know if you had anything else to add with Walker, but it was no, just no. nice to see, right? I mean, it's you keep hearing, oh, you're going to get the guys back, and like, oh, you know, it's don't worry, a lot of injuries. It's like, yeah, but how many of these guys are going to come back and be good? Like, I think that was 100%. another thing, too. It's like with Trevor, who knows? Uh, with with Kike, who, oh, big question mark. That's an enormous question. He could come back and be Babe Ruth, or he could be a guy that is a career, like, 245 hitter. 
You know, like, it's just not going to make a huge impact. At least he's going to be uh, an upgrade in center over Jaron. Even though Jaron's had a nice little stretch here of uh, no issues, uh, that's say, a week. I, you don't. E- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he threw yeah, me a yeah. he threw me a ball up there, and I I kind of missed it. Round of applause for Jaron Duran for going a week with no, I know, with no, no headlines. I feel bad. So Jaron, um, we were up on the monster there mm-hmm. for the Friday game. Shout out to Colin. Just you know, it's like oh, there's a couple open seats in front row. If I want to go down, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, I was like, am I gonna am I gonna like point at Jaron for a ball? I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not I'm not above that. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it doesn't matter. And so he looked up. He definitely saw me and like fake through it. Looked to center field to throw it, and he looked back. Like, ah, just kidding. All right, here we go. Like, I'm, I'm gonna throw it to you. And he he tosses it up. It's got a lot of height on it. And I'm like, oh, this is probably going over me. So mentally, I'm already in the, eh, I'm not really going to try too hard. But then it starts coming down. I'm like, ah, I could probably get this, but I'm going to jump. I was about to, like, I would have hit a lane, honestly. Like, she was sitting next to me, like, you don't want to have that moment of, like, falling over or something crazy. And I just missed it by a little bit. Guy next to me got it and gave it to his kid. So it's like, it's all good. But, um, yeah, I just, that's the kind of stuff that Pretty sits with me. Pretty clearly made for you, though. And this guy, this but guy it was, it, no, no, no. It was where it ended up. Mm-hmm. It could, let's let's. I'm going to be honest here, Jaron. It could have been a better throw. It could have been say, a better throw. Yeah, it wasn't a little bit. Like it wasn't really. The fall it wasn't really to me. Christian Vasquez threw one right to me last year, um, and that was that was way further back. I was you know front row here, but I'm not salty about it. It's just that's the kind of thing that <laughs> you just got to catch that <laughs> ball. No, I should have made the play. It would have been one of those like you know when an outfielder makes like a good play. It's not a web gem, mm-hmm. but it was like a above average play. I would have had like, to make oh. it. A, yeah. Oh, nice play. Benny had there one tonight. Go. I was like, oh, good catch, good catch. Nice catch. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Kind of reminded me a little bit of that uh, that catch he made with, like, that famous catch. I don't know if the catch itself is, like, super famous. I'm not it's talking the, about the Houston one. It's the photo. Yeah, the one the photo. where he's, like, in, like, his legs are out. Yep, yep. Yeah. One of the best Red Sox photos. I assume Billy took that because he takes all the gems. But mm-hmm. the photo of Andrew Benintendi making that catch in 2018 with the standings behind him is just, I don't know if there's going to be a Red Sox photo that I like more than that. I mean, it's Benny who looks great all the time anyway, and we'll talk about the Benny return with the Yankees. Um, but it, it's just, it's so eye-opening to me that the Orioles were 61 games back. That's unbelievable, yeah. That it's just, how? And how is that not happening this year? Like, what the hell, Orioles? You guys are playing too well. But that was crazy to see, and he kind of had a catch similar tonight, so I was like, ah, I gotta gotta tweet that out there. But yeah, Michael Walker, shout out to Walker, Michael Walker. Uh, Raphael Devers, Raphael oh, Devers. What, what, what were What's we up? saying before? We, I think we were in the middle of a thought there. So with people coming back from the IL. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. People coming back from the IL. You don't know what you're going to get with a couple of these guys, and like I think I think you're right in saying that like expectations are low for for guys that are on their way back, uh, especially because the two guys. That you did get back from the IL, the two pitchers that you got back from the IL, one took a comebacker to the hand and went right back on it. Yeah, and the other one is big struggling since he's been back, and they are your one and two starters. I know. So I know. I I understand the tentativeness among people to say like, okay, walk is back, cool. Like, let's see what it is like, just go in blind a little bit. Makes sense. You know, based on. No, you look you're confused. No, I, I was you're I was mad tra- at me. no, I no, I'm not. I, I, just, <laughs> I was so stunned by the look. I, I really, I really like. What's no, because I thought you man? stopped like mid thought. I thought you had like more I words did because of the look. Oh, sorry, I was sorry. Like, What's that was going my listening on? face. I was just listening. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was like, what did I say? Like, Dude, you ever you get just, worried that like like uh, in my head I think I'm talking about Michael Walker, but out my mouth I'm going like. 
Yeah, hot dogs are weird. You ever really think about it? Blah 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 blah. <laughs> but no, I I agree with you. I agree with you. I think you know. Moral of the story, uh, in summary here with the IL guys, you just don't know what you're going to get when they come back. And you, we've we've been playing this game all weekend of, remember this guy that's on the Red Sox roster? Remember Tyler Danish? I mean, what? Totally forgot about Tyler Danish. Uh, Matty Stromboli, kind of forgot about him a little bit there. Uh, we're trying to get him on the show at some point, so I probably shouldn't say forgot about Strom, but um, there's some guys that you just... You go down the list and see that that's the issue. And in, in talking with Haim and shout out to Haim, he got the most downloads of anyone uh, on the, in this show's history. No. no, no. Wait, who did? Cora. Oh, Cora. Oh, so Haim's in second. Uh, yeah, by a lot actually. Oh, okay. I mean, Cora. That was also launch episode, so it's like right, 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 right. Yeah, right. you're gonna get that whole push. Yeah. But uh, either way, feedback on the Haim interview was great. You obviously had a couple people. Oh, softball questions, bro. Like, why are you, why are you asking him what he does off the field? He should be signing Devers right now. He watched Breaking Bad five years ago. Why wasn't he signing Devers five years? Blah, blah, blah. That's what everybody says. So outside of those, like three people. Uh, the reviews were great. So Just that so was you cool. guys know, though, the second we stopped recording, we were like, hey, what's up? Why does this team suck? Why do you suck at your job? Yeah. You should be fired. Yes. Bozo. That's what we said. Haim said a very funny thing to me on the field today that I obviously cannot repeat. <laughs> yeah. But he's he's self-aware, bro. He's, he's very he self-aware. That, that's what I'll say. And he's also aware of where the team's at. He's yeah. aware that things, uh, well, they they suck. They could be a lot better than they are right now. He knows. He he gets. He just gets the big picture. A lot of you are going to mm-hmm. say that. Oh, you're just being a homer. But like, Haim understands how this all works. He gets the whole thing. He sees the whole map. We're looking at you know right up until now. I feel like Sox fans, when it comes to like Xander and and uh, Devers and any of these guys, free agents that might be coming up here that you'd want the Sox to pursue, it's like. The fans are when the video game is like 43% downloaded and it's not, you know, fully there yet. Mm -hmm. Haim knows what the 100% downloaded version of the Red Sox looks like. We don't. We don't know what that looks like. But he has that picture in his mind and we're all going off of like, ah, these graphics suck. Like, what what is this? I can only play like a scrimmage. What's going on? I want to do season mode. It's just let it let it breathe. Give it time. It'll download fully. And then you can look at the big picture until you get there. Just shut up, honestly. Like, it's it's killing me, Joey. And we talked about it before we were recording. But you can't post anything about Rafael Devers without it being like, oh, sick, he hit a home run now, but how have they not paid him yet? Like, what what's going on? Oh, extent, what the hell? Home run against the Yankees, but, like, we're probably not going to see that again because he's just going to leave. Can we just watch what he's doing now, enjoy what he's doing now, and have that discussion for when we're going to have that discussion? Am I asking too much? I don't think you're asking too much. I do get where people are coming from. I get what you, I get that you want your guy. You want yeah. your guy. It's great. We all want but the I, guy. I compared it like this earlier, and I'll say it again. It's a little bit like you're going on vacation, and you're at Disney World, and you're like, oh, this ride is great and all, <laughs> but we got to go home next week. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah. But, I mean, like, enjoy the rides here right now. Yeah. Like, oh, this is a beautiful waterfall. It sucks that we got to fly back to our home. <laughs> Like, yeah, eventually, I guess. But, like, also, there's, like, there's a shot you move here and, like, you live in Disney World. So, like, it's, like a, like, a good shot. It's, like, I don't know. I would say more likely than not that you do. This park is great, but we're going to have to fly back and go back to work. Like, that sucks. It's, like, it's 
it's like so, like your brother or something like gets off the ride and is like, that was awesome. And you're like, awesome. <laughs> we live in Boston, man. It's we cold, dude. We're going to have to go back. We There's can't snow at home. You think we can stay here? We can't stay here. You idiot. <laughs> you're so I just, stupid. I'm just saying it's cool, man. I'm just yeah. It's cool. Ride was cool, but like back home is going to suck. So get ready, buddy. Yeah, get ready. Like, I, We're talking to it like it, it's want, just it's too much about it's too much about a future potential worst case scenario. And that's what it is. It's not like it's not like the Red Sox have said like first of all, it's kind of it's not even this year. It's not that, that he's all right, a pending all right, free agent. Joey, Joey. Like, I can't deal with it for another year and a half. Like right this now is, I'm dealing with it better than you are, Steve, but I'm certainly I mean another year and a half of it I'm going to lose my mind. But uh it's not like he's, you know, a month and a half away from being a free agent and the Red Sox have explicitly said, yeah. we don't plan on extending Rafael Devers. We wish him the best in free agency. Yeah. If that's where we were at, my God, yell as a fan base and scream at ownership and say, what are you doing? Sign him. Say that. But that's like not where things are at right now. That's what drives me nuts is that Sox fans are treating the Rafael Devers thing like he's about to be a free agent in, in two months. Yeah. And I understand the, the the Xander talk for that reason. No, I know. And, and the Xander the Xander talk has been such a roller coaster because it's you know you've, I feel different. I genuinely feel different about it every week in terms Same. of like what's going to happen. I I've gone back and forth on that all season long, uh, and we'll we'll get to Xander every in a bit. Every time it feels so sure. Yeah, I you know? know. It's never like oh, it kind of feels like he might be back now. It was like yeah. okay, so it's like guaranteed he's coming. He's back. definitely coming. And then back. It, like there was like a month where we were like, hey, you just got to, you just got to assume it's not going to happen. I know, it's, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. What I feel like with the Devers thing, and you just got to hear me here. You got to hear me out. Mm -hmm. Is that it, it reminds me of like a like a motivational speaker that's like if I can just change one person's life like it was worth it like <laughs> talking about this devers stuff with like the we get it with the pay devers stuff yeah. it's like if i can just get one person to stop being in the replies every two seconds after any raffy post we're like well wait they're, they're not gonna pay them and like they're so dumb and heim stinks and oh this team is so stupid if i can get one person to not do it anymore then i've done my job I really what feel you, that way. What do you think that they're going to start saying once they do sign Devers? I, I'm telling you, Joey, I've never felt more confident. This is a lie, but like I, I've never felt be like, more. Let, let, let's say, all right, at this point right now, and I know uh, Rafi's been been struggling before that. You know, the big Sunday night game for mm -hmm. for Devers with the homer and everything, and an absolute rope up the middle. I, every part of me thinks he's he's going to be here long term. Like I, I not any part of I me think, thinks he's going to be gone. So here's I think the reason people yell sign Devers, sign Devers is because they don't have the same confidence that you do in that. Yeah. You know? I think I think you're more confident than the average person in uh Devers's long-term stay here. Yeah. I it was I mean, so the the off-the-record discussions with Haim, all I will say, since they're off the record, mm. is that they're extremely comforting. To hear what Haim says, like not, you know, in the pressers and on Zoom and everything, is extremely comforting as a Sox fan because I know he gets it. 
he understands the situation. He gets the Xander situation. He gets the Rafi situation. He knows he's going to be judged on that. It's not. He's not dumb. It's not like it's going to be. Whoops, Xander got away. Like it's. It, he knows the situation, and understands the ramifications of this. He knows he has a big offseason coming up. He, he, he fully he, understands. Fully yeah. understands this is going to be the biggest offseason he's had yet with the Red Sox. So, I, again, I, I know I, I'm always just talking about this, but it's like the pay. The blah, 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 blah. It's August. It's August. I know. They're, they're I know, not going to sign him, you know, in, in August. They, it's a lot of people's favorite player. It's, the, it's, it's the, my favorite player. It's I love, the oh, best whatever. players come up through the organization. And, well, Rafael Devers. Let's real quick do this. Mm. This century, mm-hmm. let's say, let's say, because the century's tough because then obviously Pedro's involved in it. Mm. Um, in the last, well, I was gonna, well, I meant like homegrown. No, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Well, yeah, best homegrown Red Sox players this century. Mookie. Mookie, I think Mookie's number one. Like I'm talking like just best overall player all, all around. around. It's got to yeah. be Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, number one. David Ortiz, number two. He's not homegrown. Oh, true. true. Oh, fuck. I, I forgot about the homegrown thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it's homegrown, then it's Devers, too. Yeah, it's it's Mookie Devers, Petey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Xander. It's Mookie Devers, Petey. I think you can make a discussion for Xander there. Above Petey? Think so? I agree with you, Petey's ahead, but I think you could have a discussion. That wouldn't be crazy of like Xander no, ahead of Petey. But still, Rafael, mm. I mean, we're, we're saying that to say that like it's not like Hein doesn't know that. Like he knows yeah. where this guy stands. I know a lot of comps are being drawn to the Austin Riley contract. Mm. Devers ain't signing that contract. Oh, no, he shouldn't. It <laughs> this, would be dumb of him to do that. No. I think some Sox fans. What is it about Atlanta? Can we talk about that really quick? Yeah. Why is everyone taking hometown deals in Atlanta? I, I don't know. Is it, it like, I think honestly. It might be a, a Georgia tax thing. I think it might be that like Georgia I'm sure that has, has really something low to do with taxes. It. Yeah. But like, is the organization so great in Atlanta, Georgia that like these guys are like, oh, dude, yeah, I'll drop 50 mil off my asking price. I'll well, stay here. Let's be real. And, and I, I don't think this factors in too much with negotiations. But when the Braves were here, when the Sox play the Braves in Atlanta, they always look like they're having fun. That's a fun place yeah. to play. Is that it? park looks cool. You got a new, new park. Obviously, won the World Series last year, but. Anytime they play the Braves, I'm like, they got their stuff together, man. Like, they seem like a legit, they're just a legit organization. Yeah. And I, I wonder how much players factor that in when when signing a deal in terms of, like, taking less money. It's just nuts, dude. I mean, and the one guy who left from the World Series team is, like, broken up and crying about how know, he's not I know. there. God, talk about it. That was Crazy. so that was so bizarre. Uh, we're going to take a break here. Yeah. going to take a break here. But we got our thoughts on Benny's return to Fenway. Very, very interesting return for Andrew Benintendi to Fenway Park. We will talk about that coming up next on episode 47 of Inside the Monster. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to episode 47 of inside the monster it's the og jason veritek episode yeah the yomer episode it's the yomer sanchez i i it's got to be veritek when he came here from seattle 97 and 99, Veritech was number 47. Is that like the best? Terry Francona. Of all time? Okay. In terms of most important. Toby Borland? Toby Borland was great. From the 97 squad? Billy McLeod. That's not how you... Well, how is Cloud L-E-O-D? It's either McLeod or McLeod. You don't think it's McLeod? I've seen the last name before and I'm positive it's not that. Bobby Sproul. Oh, you got Bruce Hurst. All right. Scott Hatterberg, I like Scott Hatterberg. He was only here for one year, or it was he was forty-seven for one year. Mm-hmm. Zach Stewart on the twenty-twelve team. Joey, I gotta say, of the numbers, when we go down this list, forty-seven's a forgettable number for the Red Sox. It might be one of the worst. <laughs> this is pretty bad. Travis Shaw in fifteen and sixteen. Tyler Thornburg. Gorkis, is it Gorkis Hernandez? Yeah, so I was going to say, am I a jerk for not remembering? I do remember him because he had the weird name, but. Gorkis? What do you think Gorkis Hernandez's average was with the Red Sox? Uh, he, he's a Virgo, <laughs> born in Venezuela. He's still living. <laughs> I love that on Baseball Almanac, it gives you died on for everybody and then just still living <laughs> as, if, as if it's like we're waiting for this guy to die but he hasn't died Might yet. As well just include the day he died still living but we'll have you the second he's oh not with God, us dude, not only look at died on died in and the cemetery where he's buried oh, in. What? it goes still living still living na just add those in after. Unfortunately for Gorkas, we don't have the cemetery he's going to be buried <laughs> at. Like, who needs this stuff? That's a... Wait, 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 wait. I swear to God, cemetery. Cemeteries in baseball reference? This is Baseball Almanac, yeah. Still? Yeah. Baseball Almanac cemetery. has the cemetery where the guy's buried? Wait. That- so, so does Ted Williams just not have... Well, is the body somewhere? Um, Body's got to be know, somewhere, right? I don't know. All right, we got to look this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First <laughs> thing first. We'll, we'll talk about Benny. Don't worry. We'll talk about Benny. But first, first Baseball first, Almanac. Yeah. Cemetery. No internet site. It's, it says frozen. It says frozen. Wow. 
In parentheses, frozen. Dude, oh my God. What? Not even... W- the cemetery, right? Yeah. His Bobby Door, Restlawn Memorial Park, Junction City, Oregon, obviously. Of course. Wow. And a photo of his headstone. They have the tombstone photos on Baseball Almanac. That is honestly... What? Dude, they have a whole section of umpire graves. What? what is this website? What is going on? You can read the obituaries, and I don't like this very much. So if you're into, like, people passing away, <laughs> baseball... <laughs> that's your jam? That's <laughs> if you're into people dying, baseball is Listen, your Listen, if there's a dude. bad call on the field and you just need to go look at some dead umpires... <laughs> Boy, do I have the site for you. Dude, it's so funny that for Cemetery for Ted Williams, it says, oh, no internment. I don't, what? No what internment it, site. I don't know. What the, What does that mean? Internment site. Burial. Bur- the state so. of being confined as a prisoner. I do a baseball almanac. Let's just say for Cemetery, it's like no grave site, in parentheses, frozen. That... <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready. Dude, we back to back weeks now mm-hmm. with the high five thing and like Just multiple people came up to me things. this weekend at Fenway and were like, could not believe that high five stat. I mean it's mind blowing stuff. It really That's, is. It's truly insane. The Are, Dusty Baker. Have you asked your dad about it yet? No. No. I asked my dad about it after I learned it. I was like, So you didn't grow up like you never didn't give like a high five. Yeah, I'm gonna. He's have like, to yeah, ask. no, I didn't. Yeah, no, we didn't really do that. No, we sh- we shook hands back then. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, I was like, he's like, I think that was like the 70s or 80s they started doing that. I was like, what are you God, about? it's like people remembered it. It's so weird. Um, so Benny, Benny came back. Benny yeah, came back did. to Fenway. He made his return. Joey, for some reason, thought they weren't going to do a video listen, trip. What, so what's listen, your final? Listen, listen. I didn't reasoning? say they weren't going to have one. What I said was, I don't think it was a guarantee. I don't think it was like. What a, are you talking about, I don't though? Think it was I can't. A slam dunk. That makes no sense. You know that Come makes on. no sense. Come on, you he thought was it was a big like part a of 2018. Absolute, absolutely. So everybody, right, let's also be real. And I'm not hating on this with the Red mm-hmm. Sox. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets videos. There, there have been people way less than Benny that have gotten tribute videos. Not even tribute, just like a hey, shout, you know, welcome back video. Shout out, you're back. I saw a graphic being a potential. Or just a quick, like, they show one clip. They show the diving catch, yeah. it, uh, which I would not have considered a video. That's not a tribute video. That's just a clip. Yeah. I could have seen them done doing something like that. But instead, they put all their time and effort into making a tribute video that Benny didn't watch, didn't care about, didn't wave to the he, fans he about. Wa- he did fans watch. Fans didn't wave or care or clap about. So it was weird. It was no weird. No one cared. To break it down, basically, Benny was uh, hitting sixth on Friday. Sure and I'm looking at it like, all right, we'll see. You know, we'll see how this goes. We were up mm-hmm. in State Street with Jared, uh, getting a little food. Shout out to Ruth, our server. Ruth is uh, incredible. Mm-hmm. She's been at State Street for a while, and uh, yeah, just having a little food uh, with the first pitch boy. And I'm like, oh, okay, it probably won't be until the second inning. You know, I we got uh, who was on the mound on Friday? Evaldi. Like, he'll give up a solo bomb to somebody, and then that'll be it, and and we'll keep it moving into the second. And so he was on deck. Uh, in the first inning, and I'm thinking like, oh, okay, got to get out there, got to try to get the video. And sure enough, it was a double play, I think, by Glaber. And so it's the it kind of worked out well. So start of the second inning is Benny's coming up, 
Like he's coming he's up. leading off the inning. Yeah. He's leading off to start the second inning. So he's on deck. They start playing the tribute video. Because mm. apparently they were going to do that regardless. Apparently the tribute video was going to be after uh, the first inning. Oh. So I heard that from Kelsey. Oh, that's cool. That it worked out like that. Yeah. So it was going to be after the first inning regardless. And then I realized, like, well, wait a second. Okay, this is convenient. You know, he's he's on deck. He gets mm. to look up and watch the video, which he did. He was watching the video, getting getting ready with the donut on the bat and everything, and it didn't stop him from swinging the bat. Oh no, no, he was still doing his normal, you know, on deck routine. And I'm I'm really I'm looking at him, and he's just got he's got no emotion or anything. It's not like he's taking it in, and and I'm like, this guy is not going to tip his cap at all. There's not going to be any like real moment here. In his defense. Mm-hmm. The ovation was awkward as hell. It, it was, was not an ovation. I would say it was like some applause. Yeah, it was. <laughs> not it ovation. was not much of anything. It's it's kind of similar to when like Yolmer Sanchez comes up. Like it's it was kind of like a oh okay he's guess yeah he's, ooh all right here we go. Um, it would have actually been weirder if he did tip his cap because of how small that ovation. I will was. I will give him that. I will give him that that it's like. Mm-hmm. And and you look at Eric Hosmer in Kansas City. That's exactly it. I, he walked up, and he was probably thinking, I wonder what this is going to be like. It's mm-hmm. been five years since I've been here. Uh, things didn't go as well as I wanted to in San Diego. I got traded here. I, you know, A lot of people think I'm overpaid. And Hosmer gets way too much trash on Twitter anyway. But mm-hmm. he's probably thinking, okay, my stock is down. Like, how is this going to be? And Kansas City gave him a great ovation. And mm-hmm. Salvi was great. And it was all great. So then he really, oh, I got to tip my cap. He was like, I, I got to do this. And he did. I think each each day they gave him a great ovation. So I understand that part of it. But like, it well, really. That's what's weird. Yeah. Is that we just came from seeing a great ovation. Yeah. For an integral part of uh, also, 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 also to back me up here. Mm. No Hosmer video in KC. You sure about that? I'm pretty damn sure. That doesn't sound right. I saw if they had a video, I saw zero of it. Well, they they did it. I think they did a pregame ceremony for him uh, on on the Friday game. It's bigger than a video. Yeah, yeah. They had like a little thing for him, and he was doing a tip in the cap. All right, rewind like fifteen seconds. (laughs) Okay, pretend I didn't say that. Even bigger thing, he got a huge (laughs) ceremony, and Benny didn't. But no, I I just we just seen one. Is what I'm saying. Yes, no, no, of course. Big ovation and a hat tip and all that. Yeah. So So it made it stand out more than it didn't. If let's just say if Vegas made odds for if Benny was going to tip his cap or not, Mm -hmm. it probably was going to be like 50 50. It was probably going to be like split right down the middle. Like you Mm -hmm. get even money for if Benny. Well, you wouldn't get even money for both options. But no, I know. But I'm just saying like the odds wouldn't be drastic on either end. Right. Like I genuinely think it would be like kind of a coin flip of whether he was going to do it or not. And the ovation was the whole thing was weird. The whole thing was weird. There's no getting around it. The ovation was a little weird. Mm-hmm. I, I, I use the word ovation because everyone knows what I'm saying. I, ovation, I think, does kind of technically imply a lot. I mean, of, it was literally an ovation. I was just saying it's a it's a sad excuse for an when you ovation. hear ovation you, that implies yeah. a lot of standing and clapping. But mm-hmm. the crowd reaction uh, was very awkward. Did people stand at all? Not really. No. I was gonna say I don't think anyone. It was more really. just like, woo, yeah, you know, it's Benny. I remember that catch in Houston. That was cool. Mm-hmm. But. I wonder, I genuinely, I genuinely wonder what it would be like if he came back with the Royals and what that would have looked like. It would have been louder. People would have cared more. And in terms of like the appreciation they showed him and instead it ended up being kind of this weird thing. And it even seeing him on the field before the game, it was like, oh, this guy, it just looks, this looks weird. It's got the Yankee logo on. He's smiling, yucking it up with judge and, and LeMayu. And so I'm like, this is gross. I, I don't like this at all. This just doesn't. The, 
doesn't one look right. Good thing, and it's kind of always been true about you know the handful of guys who have made uh, the Boston and New York trip. Yeah, is that at least they don't look the same. I know they you look know, different. I think it's a I think it's a stupid rule. Obviously, I think everybody does. Not rule, tradition. Whatever yeah, you whatever you want to call it. It's stupid. it's a rule. So it's a mandated rule that treats adults like children. Uh, but yeah, really, can we can we give that a little, let that breathe a little bit? It is stupid. It is a mandated rule that treats adults like children. You have to shave and like and Jen mm-hmm. Gallo actually uh, said something in the media with the Dodgers. It's like, yeah, yeah I was. I kind of didn't love having to do that, like every other day having to shave. It's like nice that I can actually grow some facial hair out here. And he's already got a couple bombs. I mean, out what there. would they do? What would they actually do if you were like? They'd let's kill you. Gar- they can legally kill you. Let's say Garrett Cole. Yeah, three hundred twenty-four million. They and would he's shoot like, him. He's like, I, I have four chins, bro. I'm not no. taking on my beard. Do, do they give the three twenty-four to his family after they kill him? Is my question. Um, I think they split it. They, what, I think they who? keep half. They keep half, and then they give the other half to the family. Oh, okay. So that's like kind of written into the Yankee. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. So if Cole that. grows out facial hair, mm-hmm. they get to keep. They get. They void half his salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other half of the salary goes to the family, and they can legally kill him. But the team does cover the funeral cost. Yes, right. Yeah, that's. I think that's. Honestly, funeral, that's it was, pretty. I mean, say what you will about the New York Yankees. I'm a Red Sox fan. Yeah. that's honestly pretty big of the organization. Initially, it was going to be cost. a mutual option on the mm. funeral, but then mm. the team was like, "No, we'll take that team option." That's on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do the right thing. Yeah, you know? we'll, we'll and take it. The Yankees, it. yeah, traditionally always do do that. But at what day? You know what I mean? Like, so like, let's say like Joey Gallo is saying like he shaves every two or three days, mm. right? Let's say you go like four or five days. Does, what's the protocol? Do you think somebody comes up you to think, you and says, Do you think like, they have like a facial hair guy that's like, hey, you can't go out there. Like you got to come PR, back. Yeah, the PR guy is like, hey, do you mind cleaning it up yeah, a little bit? Yeah, cleaning it up a little bit. A little I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. The Yankees have had a lot of players over the year that had over the years that have the ability to grow some big facial hair, some real beards. Sure, Damon it comes to mind. Yeah, Gallo really? actually does come to mind. Yeah, some Gallo. some of these other guys that really look like they'd Cole. be great. Garrett Cole. I know. Yeah. I don't. I don't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole. You know yeah, big beard. Yeah. So I just they have a lot of guys that over the years that could have legitimate beards. There have to have been some times. Where there's some scruff going, and the scruff becomes kind of more scruff, and all of a sudden it's like, what are we doing? Like this is against the rules. I'm sure there's been awkward conversations over the years. I wonder who does it. I wonder who. There's got to be somebody, we right? Ask, we should ask Johnny Damon. I bet he. Yeah. He grows hair fast, so I bet I know that about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We <laughs> talk about that quickly, he, but he shaves. Um, but it's nice that Benny doesn't look like Benny. So it's nice <laughs> they didn't have the flow. I know. And the and the you know the, the scruff. If he still looked like 18 Benny out there walking around, it would have felt weirder. I think the fact that he, I mean, his body has changed a little bit too. His jawline has changed a bit. Yeah. And the fact that he's got you know the the new hair. No flow stinks. I remember seeing it's him out so in L.A. Boring. for All Star, and uh, I'm like, this is just I don't know. This is a non fun. The the Red Sox Benny, the flow bro Benny, was like that dude's a good time. Dude, I think like the debate of like is he Benny butt cheeks? Is he Benny biceps? Is he mm. Benny baseball? I would say that argument is over. I don't even think he's Benny. This, I think he's this Andrew Benintendi. Yeah, this guy Yankees. Yankees Benny, yeah, he's just like like you said, he's the full name. He's Andrew Benintendi. This this version of Andrew Benintendi doesn't deserve a nickname. No, I think he's just. I think he is a baseball player. I think he is yeah. a that, guy who just goes out there and plays ball. This weekend, didn't it feel like? Oh yeah, there's insert baseball player here, and and I'm not mm-hmm. diminishing his ability to get on base. I'm more just talking like 
That guy looks like he shows up, he plays baseball, and he goes home. Not in, like, a complimentary way. But for whatever... Okay, here's the weird truth that I don't think Red Sox fans really want to hear. He, that's what he did in Boston, too. But he had Most but he had the hair, and he was tight with Brock. I think it was just Brock the hair. Him, I think... All right, here's, no, here's <laughs> I the deal. it was just the hair. Brock Holt made Benny seem way more personable than he really was. And the other thing was the wind dance repeat thing. Like, yes. The fact that the he... I forgot about wind dance repeats. Yeah, he, like, led the... Like, his, like, Michael Jackson kick. Yes. Thing, that lived strong, and it was, like... That was a big personality uh, moment for him. Yeah. But he never, like... It wasn't like his his post games were um, super electric or anything. He just kind of had the, you know a couple of dancing moments. He had the the ski jump moment. He uh, had long hair and he hugged Brock. Yeah. If you if you it. told me like all right, what was the one thing that Benny said when he was in Boston that got a reaction out of you? I got nothing. I don't remember yeah. anything he ever said here. He had no memorable press conference moments or anything. Benny was a big part of the 2018 team. Mattered a lot. Uh, obviously, he he tried changing his swing. Didn't things didn't work out? He gets traded. So that whole thing was awkward too. The ending was awkward. I'm sure he feels the type of way about ownership and everything as a lot of former sure, players do. Sure. But the ending's awkward. You go to Kansas City where not as many people are watching you. You make the All Star games. So you kind of prove like, hey, I still had it. Like you should have still believed in me. So I'm sure he's got the chip on his shoulder like that. Mm -hmm. But he shows up here and it's like you still see so many Benny jerseys, which kind of blows my mind. And it's just a different guy. This is just a different guy. Like, the girls loved Andrew Benintendi. He was easily the most beloved player of the female audience. Mm -hmm. uh, guys wanted to be him. And I think he was always going to be content playing anywhere. Does he look shorter? He does. What is that? He looks lighter. He looks a lot lighter. He looks lighter and thinner, and it's the same thing, and shorter. Yeah, he looks lighter. He also kind of looks thinner. And I was going to say his waist kind of looks smaller. Yeah. He's a small guy. Like, he, I'm, I'm bigger thing. than Benny. We're both a lot bigger than Benny. Yeah. I think he's like 5'8". What do you think he weighs? What, what is 70? What are, what are they he's saying? He's a smaller guy. He's like a pretty small guy. I think his longer hair made him look bigger. Oh, it did. Well, he also was just stronger. What's like, he, he, had, he had more muscle mass. Uh, where's the weight at? Does Wikipedia have weights on him? I have no idea. I feel Baseball Almanac probably has a social security card on there. Yeah, they, they got where he's going to be laid to rest. <laughs> 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 Andrew Benatetti has already decided he'll be in Dickinson Cemetery in oh, Ohio. Oh, Dickinson's too. <laughs> yeah, 180. Too. They got him at 180. I, I'm not even buying that. I think he's in like the 170s. Yeah. So I got Benny by like thirty pounds. He's like also that's... he's listed at five nine, which means he's he's really five eight one seventy is yeah. really what he actually is. That's crazy. So he's a, like he was this heartthrob who's like a very small. Dude. I would go I so know. far to say like a like a pretty small guy. So the the Benny return was awkward. It was it was, it was awkward. It was kind of the amount of awkward you'd expect, but maybe a little bit more. I thought we maybe would get a hat tip, helmet tip, whatever. Um, he made a really good catch there on the Saturday game. That kind of stung. He won the won the. He scored the game winning run on Saturday. That was weird, mm -hmm. but overall, it's like yeah, whatever, man. Like do your thing. I know we had uh, we had done did a TikTok Damn before right. the game on Sunday, asking fans on Jersey Street about what they think about Benny, and it was kind of the the vibes they were giving us was exactly what was going on at Fenway when his name was announced. It was just kind of like whatever, like it's. Cool, yeah. he's there. It is nice. what it is, and I'll root for him. And I want the Yankees to lose, and blah blah blah. So, um, yeah, it was awkward. I think we could have seen that coming, but 
now we're now we're past it, right? It's you get that first series out of the way. It's like all right, whatever. He plays for the Yankees. Like it, Damon felt really weird. Johnny Damon yeah. on the Yankees was really weird, and he really embraced it too. And I know when we had uh, interviewed him last year, like he really was like, no, I was, I was pissed off that I wasn't still here, and I wanted to like stick it to him. So like he had some element of that. I think mm-hmm. I don't think Benny's here. Like oh, I really got to show them that like I can still play. I don't think he cares, and I think that's part of the reason why nobody else does. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. like yeah, whatever. You're, you're here playing for that team. And we don't like that so team. There were so many things that had gone awry, like during the time where he left, and it was like Mookie was always going to be, you know, the. Uh, the big source of pain. You know what I mean? Like the, yes. the he was the big blow. Yeah. So like the fact that Benny was afterwards, it's like okay, yeah, ben, bye Benny. But like we're already kind of dealing with something over here. He also you know? didn't get traded right to the Yankees, and that's a big part of it. Hundred percent. If it was a deal between the Red Sox and the Yankees, it's a little bit. It's probably a worse reaction this mm. this weekend than it was. So fans are kind of indifferent about it. We get it. It's uh, I kind of feel the same. Seeing him out there, it was just you, – you got the sense he didn't want to have to go through the whole song and dance during batting practice. You know, mm-hmm. Gammons is coming up to him, some of the people that uh, work in the Red Sox staff coming up to him, and he just kind of seemed like it's like – he was nice enough to him. Not, you know, yeah. don't get me wrong, but he just seems like a dude that's like, yeah, I, I just want to play and, like, don't talk to me. That's kind of the vibe I've always gotten from Benny. And I'm not mm-hmm. even saying that like it's a wrong thing. There are players that that's just what it is, and that's okay. Yeah, not everybody's going to be like Christian Arroyo that – Definitely wants to talk to you and, you know, has a lot of stuff to say and is funny and is playing really good ball right now. So, um, by the way, that was, that was, that we had a funny conversation with Christian before the game on what, Saturday? Yeah, he's the man. Or, no, I think, yeah, it, was, I think it, was Friday, it was Friday. It was Friday. Yeah. yeah. Christian's the man. I, I know he had said one thing that I thought was like for players, players are normally not funny. So it's just nice that the Sox have a Christian Arroyo that's actually like a good person to talk to and it'll give you something. But we were just talking about all the celebrations at second base now where they're adding like new ones every week. He's like, I'll hit a ball in the gap, and I'll be rounding first, thinking like, all right, I got to do this. I got to like break it open. I got to do the horn thing. Like, it was really. He genuinely was like, it's stressful when you're rounding first for a guaranteed <laughs> double. I'm like, I got to remember it. He's like, they'll give you crap if you don't do all of them. So I thought that was funny. I also thought it was funny that Franchi came up with all of those. Wasn't yeah. that bizarre? I mean, I I had heard. I mean, Franchi was like the clubhouse guy that everybody loved him. That's in there. crazy to yeah. me. And he didn't. He spoke. Spanish only, and still yeah. like guys like Christian who speak English only are like, yeah. oh yeah, no, he was the man. <laughs> like <That's>, how? <laughs> what? <laughs> that is wild. Just don't speak the same language, and you're like, oh no, that guy's cool, man. That is wild. What are your thoughts on uh, how Bogey's playing right now? It's a little weird. A little weird August for Bogey, dude. You know what I think is um, being. What is going? Is there a car driving through the? Let's see. Let's see what we got wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. Do we have a car in Fenway Park? Let me see what we got here. We're at Fenway Park right now. In the, in the gap there between the bleachers and the grandstands. Bleachers and the grandstands. Like in the in the Kyle Schwarber alley. Uh, I don't I don't see that. Am I hallucinating? Is there a Are car there not out seven there? Seven goblins out there. Yeah, I see the dancing? goblins. I see the goblins. Okay, okay. I just don't All see right. the. I got worded. No, there is, there is a car. Yeah, there is a car. I don't know. That's weird. What the hell that is? Right. Oh. Huh. Oh, is that They're Wally? They're dressed like nuns? Yeah, I think that's Wally. That's weird. Wally robbing the place? Yeah. I mean, it's his house, I guess. I mean, that is your Fenway is. update. <clears throat> and that's how I feel about my Ted's toe cream. Ted's toe cream. Please don't eat it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Bogey, dude, I think. Um, so after Saturday, when they lost, right? Bogey was at the plate uh, for the final out. 
tying run 90 feet away, mm. two outs. I think I already said two outs. Uh, he you didn't, pops it you didn't even up. mention the two outs. Were there two outs? Two outs, yep. Okay, two outs. Um, he popped it straight up, ends the game. Yeah. Uh, very dejected. Not yeah. like him. He stood there and like took his batting gloves off and like, I don't want to say sulked, but he sat in the moment for a little bit. And then I guess for the first time, it was like very out of character for him. He told the media, like, I don't, I'm not talking today. No, he, he left before the media could even get to the clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. Just got out of there. A little crazy. He booked it. Very, very uncharacteristic. Yeah. But I mean, he's, he's struggling right now. He's struggling big time. He went one for 11 in this series. That's uh, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah, and the thing really is, the other want. two guys that he gets lumped in with a lot, uh, J.D. Martinez and Rafael Devers, they kind of did turn it on this series. They, yeah. What did what did J.D. do? I mean, I wasn't. JD, they were still um, kind of struggling up until Sunday. So J.D. Uh, no, J.D. went three for four in game one. What are you doing, game two? Uh, I don't know, but he went four for eleven in the series. Game two for J.D. Martinez. I think he did nothing in game two. Oh, for four then. in game two. Okay. Yeah. I know Spear had a really good article. Spear had a really good article on the big three struggling in August. And he had said through July, that trio hit a combined 310 to slash line. 310, 37507. This month with the Sox, desperate to stabilize amidst their... <laughs> you do, Spear is too smart for me. I, I was talking to Alex before the Friday game. Yeah. I'm like, this guy is just, like, way too intelligent for us to have a normal conversation. But it's... <laughs> like, what are we going to talk about? Like, yeah, I feel that way about Heim. Pre- precipitous? I've never said precipitous in my life. With you the Sox did. desperate to stabilize amidst their precipitous slide to the fringes of contention. Oof, that Ooh. flew. Yo, Spear spitting, oh, yo. Spitting to yo. me, Daddy Spear. What's good, Spear's son? spitting, man. With the Sogs desperate to stabilize amidst their precipitous slide whoa, 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 whoa. to the what fringes of contention. They're hitting 185, 223, 308. Actually, yeah, no, this so was, this, yeah, this, so basically mm. July, through July, big three uh, combined to hit 310. Mm. And in August, 185. In this series, three of them combined for 235, which is better. Bogey obviously brought that down. Yeah. If you take out Bogey, uh, JD and Rafi hit 304. Okay, that's good. That, that is definitely good to see. But mm-hmm. yeah, Bogey's hitting 204 in August. Uh, so not the best. He had a good. He had like a hot streak going right before that too. It's, at the end of July, I think, dude. This is this is totally just talking right out my booty here. Yeah. Okay, booty talk. Booty talk. <laughs> ITM segment. New segment. Booty, booty talk. talk. Uh, and then it's ten minutes of fart noises. <laughs> yeah. um, They'll approve that. <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna love this one. Uh, yeah, just just talking right up my butt here. Uh, there's been instances in the past where Bogey plays through injury. Yeah, and it affects his play because yeah. he's injured. Mm. It kind of reminds me of those yeah no I, I it's it's a similar dejected look i mean that that situation on saturday in the seventh inning mm-hmm. red sox got first and second two outs i know bogey had the double verdugo got plunked by chapman you got mm-hmm. jd coming up he's got a 1-0 count and it's like you can't get picked off yeah, you can't yeah, get picked yeah. off trying to see i don't even love the double steal call there i really don't like mm-hmm. it's you know you want JD to focus on just getting something up the middle, blooping it, whatever, doing whatever he has mm-hmm. to do. It's a, it was a two-two game at that point after the IKF two-run homer. Um, IKF sounds like an abbreviation for a swear, like big time. But 
it I was kill friends. <laughs> I kill friends. That's yeah. a big old swear. But I honestly, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe what we were seeing. I was like, wait, what's what? What? Because you know, Chapman turns around. I'm like, what are you doing? We had something going here. Why are you mm. running? Why are we stealing? And he gets picked off and is kind of you know dejected over there. Third. I have never seen this before, ever. I was stunned. Chapman, and it might have been one of those because, like, they just ended up going in each other's paths. And mm. But, like, Chapman gave him, like, a hug. Chapman, like, hugged Bogart. So I was like, what is, what the hell is going on here? Because um, I think he saw Xander look so sad. Like, it was weird. The whole thing was weird. You can't get picked off there. I don't know why they're doing a double steal. Uh, you might have had second and third just on a wild pitch. Like, Chapman had just buzzed one right off of Verdugo that had a mind of its own. Like, Chapman stinks. So it's like, let him throw trash and benefit from it. And instead, he gets thrown out there. And it really felt like they were going to take the lead. It really did. Mm -hmm. And that combined with Xander coming up with two outs in the ninth, tying run on third, and just a kind of just a weak pop up in you know right by the plate that was tough. So do you, do you think Bogey's playing through something right now? I think they're all playing through stuff. It's just a level of you know how much you're playing through. Do you think if the IL wasn't as crowded that Bogey might not be playing right now? Potentially, but that again, I don't like guessing injuries. You know, it's, I know it, it just seems so like I don't know. It just seems like him. It seems likely, and like given all the circumstances, I know Pedroia has talked before about. Uh, playing through stuff that he certainly should have been on the IL for. Oh, he's played through some Be legitimate things, but like, fractures. Yeah, but like there were a, a lot of those instances were because like David Ortiz was hurt. Yeah, and he's like, okay, well, I can't also go in the IL. Yeah, like I'm the other leader here. I need to be here. Well, I was watching the Mets broadcast today, and they had a really good point on Lindor about how he had a well-documented injury earlier in the year that he was just playing through, mm -hmm. and he struggled at first, but then really started to pick up more, and how that sets the tone for the rest of the team, where it's like, mm -hmm. I, I am the leader, I'm the guy that, hey, look at me, uh, you know, I'm, it's not like, I'm the shortstop that hits, like, what, third for the Red Sox, I'm going to be dinged up, I, I play every day, you know, especially the games in Kansas City, and you're playing the Heat, it's just, you're worn down, you're worn down, I get it, but... With Bogey leaving early, uh, what, on Saturday, skipping out on the media, that was very uncharacteristic, but it got me thinking, Joey, mm. that I genuinely believe that kind of like in college, yeah. where you could have like a certain amount of skip days before it really counted. For me, it was yeah. normally three, yeah. and I feel like players should get that too. I feel like over the course of 162... You should get four, like, nah, I'm, I'm going home. I'm not talking to media. Like, I, I think that would yeah. be totally fine. Like, any every media member would be like, that's not all right. You have to talk to us. It's our job. I understand that. but It's our job. It's our jobs we're talking about here. But, no, it's if you want to skip out on media, I think it's I think it's okay if you do it a handful of times in the year. <laughs> that, that voice is really good. I like, I'm a sucker <laughs> for that one, dude. Uh, but people people gave Story a lot of Bogey got a pass because he's like never done it. it. If he did it again, yeah. they'd be like, yo, yo, what's going on here? What's what's happening? But yeah. I genuinely think it should be that. Like I, I think there should be some days where it's like, hey, guy went home, he's pissed, he had a, a brutal moment in the 7th and the ninth, and they lost by one to the rival Yankees. Sorry. I mean, I think that is kind of the reaction to it. Right? Uh, no, I think it is, but like there's always a certain, you know the media hates it. Like... I think the old school media. And I'm not talking losers it. like Catillo, but like, guy, you know, legitimate <laughs> reporters. I like, that, I, I like that you like refuse to to lump Chris in with like the losers that we're talking about. But like, you're just like, just so you know, I still think he's a loser. I still think he's <laughs> just a, a loser. Kind of loser. No, but it's just like, I, I didn't, I don't think people had a huge issue with it, but I, I'm saying that 
for story, it shouldn't have been a big deal either. And everyone's no. like, oh, well, he was taking batting practice. I don't even care what he was. I didn't need an excuse. I didn't need an excuse for why he left. And so it's. Oh, is it because he had a bad game and he didn't want to talk to anybody? That he stunk and he wants to go home? Fine. I, I, I don't know. There's yeah, always been a whole thing about that. It's like, oh, how dare they? We have to write articles. Yeah, what is he going to say? I stunk today. Oh, that's really good for the article. Like, who cares? Yeah, that's great. It's in my article. Read here. On such and such having a bad game. Um, so, yeah, I, I just. I have no real issue with it. I think that should be a thing over the course of the year where you get a handful of them that it's understood. Hey, I'm just going to go home. Um, but, yeah, pretty simply put, Bogey can't get picked off there. I don't know why they're doing the double steal. And I had more confidence Rafi was going to get it done in the ninth. Even though he had been big struggling, I think, up until that point in August, hitting like 185 or whatever it was, yeah. it just felt like he was going to get it done. But when Rafi's struggling, it's a little different than Xander. Like I expect Rafi to just immediately jump out of it. Where Xander, it's normally... A little bit of a sw- like he swooshes back up and it's like, oh, okay, he's back. Rafi Sunday night was like, yeah, I'm I'm a boss. I own the Yankees. Uh, I'm gonna hit a, a two run blast here, and I was getting the tingles a little bit. I was getting the tingles tonight. You know, told Nate like I think he's going deep here, and then bada bing, bada boom. You know, he goes deep. But with Xander, I don't feel I don't get the tingles with Xander like ever the home run tingles. But I mean, he has like he has nine. He's got nine, nine bombs. But still, it, it's. He'll Xander has has had a very interesting season. Overall, it's been a very interesting year. A lot of that averages singles and doubles. And defensively, he's, he's been good. He's been very good. There hasn't been a lot of like, oh, what was that? Uh, and there never really was. A lot of it was the range stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just I think it's you know if they're gonna make the playoffs, you obviously need Xander to be hitting better than two hundred four in August. So he's gonna have to pick that up. Pittsburgh's a great place to do that. Uh, any other takeaways for you from this series? Big series win for the Sox. Uh, takeaways, no, but we Cutter have a segment we haven't done yet. Yes, I know. So, Very okay. excited. But real quick, okay. shout out to Cutter Crawford because we have to do that every show. Not yeah, have to. We, we just want to do that. Like, yeah. Shout out to Cutter Crawford. Shout the out to Cutter Crawford. Staff from Justin here. Crawford has thrown at least five innings in each of his last eight outings. Seven of those came against winning teams. Woo! In that span, he has a 3-2-0 ERA, a 1-whip, and a 2-11 opponent average. Since the start of July, Crawford leads the Red Sox in innings pitch with 45. Wow. So, shout out to Cutter Crawford. It's, I mean, yeah, let's put these down. Yep. Cutter, 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 Cutter. <laughs> that sounded like you were booing him or something. That sounded like a uh, harassment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! So remember those dudes at Cooperstown? I was just thinking that, that. were yelling the mo- the the mom's the name. Mom. I guess a lot of them are moms, but yelling the the, the wives' name of wives. the Hall of Famers. Yeah, it was like. No, if you're doing a chant, you gotta be like Sandy, Sand, not Sandy. Those are different chants, bro. Yeah, you're mocking her. You're mocking her if you're doing the Sandy. Anyway, yeah. um, Cutter Crawford has been anyway Cutter awesome. Been Shout out to Cutter Crawford. <laughs> uh, yeah, could have been a sweep. It was a series win. We will take it, and it is time for series MVPs. Who you got? Thank Joey? you for. I think we have the same guy, right? I got Michael Walker. Oh, nice pick. Nice pick, bro. That's what I thought after uh, shout out to Mike Eamon. He got a good picture of me in a lane on my birthday. I was like, nice pick. Whoa. Whoa. Someone said I look like a cardboard cutout of myself, which is actually <laughs> very funny and, and pretty Lots accurate. of photograph. It's two dimensional. Yeah, but like no, I, I look very cardboard cutout. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So good on you, man. Congratulations. Yeah, good on you, you, bro, That's for huge. being cardboard cutout. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm proud of that, you, like, bro. I'm showing off. I'm like, dude, you would not believe it. it looks like you a still got it, man. Yeah, you still got it, bro. Um, I got Tommy Pham. Okay, Pham was huge. Yeah, five, he's been awesome. Five for fourteen. Yeah. Uh, walk off in game one, mm. and uh, you know other moments too. Yeah. No. Shout out to Tommy <laughs> yeah. Fan. Yeah, did other stuff. Yeah, other stuff. Well, he's, he's been he's been a spark there. Love that he's at the top of the lineup. He's and a he guy had that, that great line. What's that? The great dad line. Did I miss this? I think I missed this. Oh well, after the walk off, uh, he said, "We don't get paid overtime. Just end it." Wow. How did yeah. I miss that? Yeah, it was good. He said it to Jamai. They were like, he was like, oh, look, what happened when you got up to the play? He's like, well, I was just thinking, man, we don't get paid overtime. Let's just end it. That Doesn't that line work better in the ninth inning, though? If it's a walk-off in the ninth. But, I mean, he walked it off in the tenth, you know? Yeah, I think he was like, hey, like, like this is free free work. We yeah, you can thing. only get so much free work, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if the, the line was just completely dead, you can only get so much free work. So I decided I'm going to get the hit. Free, so... <laughs> We're so it's like a fixed um, salary, <laughs> fixed right? Fixed rate, right? Jemai, so like basically, <laughs> here's it's every other week. So like, <laughs> <laughs> this is on the big screen. Anytime like, um, when the game goes more than nine I'm, innings, I'm like, I don't get paid. I'm not I'm getting not. any money for this, and so it's like, and I don't see it in the check. Like, you want me? To, this is what the checks look like. What the hell are you doing? Just answer the question, dude. I got Michael Walker. I got Michael, Michael Walker. Walker seven Michael shutout Walker. innings, two hits against. Anyone in a return would be great. It was against the Yankees. Obviously, the Yanks are struggling a little bit, but right. still, matters a little more when it's on prime time, Sunday night baseball, bright lights, all that stuff. They have the K-Rod cast going, which is like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. I like Derek. Derek Jeter is just, he's so smooth. So any clip with him, I'm like, this guy is as smooth as they come. Um, only three teams in MLB with more wins than the Yankees. I know they're, I know they're down, but still, it means something that you come back and you do it against a team like that. Uh, on the flippity flip, this is just the Yankee stack. Is any any bad thing about the Yankees? I'm going to tell you. I did, I did the math. Yep. Yankees are now 16 and 22 since the start of July. That's just a 68 win pace over the course of a whole season. Oh. They had a 118 win pace in April through June. Wow. So in July and August, 68 win pace. They stank. Michael this Walker. Would have been a great time to make up some ground in the. Division. I know, I know, I know. Division's sick. still alive. Sox still alive in the AL East. Uh, Michael Walker is my MVP. Joey's is Tommy Fam. Those both feel really good. That, we, yeah, we nailed it. We did a really good job Shout there. Shout out to us. Uh, coming up next, we are wrapping up episode 47 with our closing thoughts. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story and one of the best 
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are back. Episode 47, Inside the Monsters. Sox won a series against the New York Yankees. Two series wins in a row. That series against the Orioles was wild. Just dominance. They swept them. If you guys haven't heard, uh, we did a double episode on it. Uh, It was... It was too long. It was four and a half, five hours. So we just didn't touched. post. Yeah, so we didn't post it. <laughs> so it's on our SoundCloud. If you can find our SoundCloud, it's on there. We break down basically every pitch of that game, right? Yeah, we went through pitch by pitch of the entire Red Sox and Orioles series. And we paused series. it a bunch. Yep, and we put it on our MySpace and our SoundCloud. My, yeah, yeah, the MySpace, well, it's a condensed version on there. But it's on the Napster library if wow. you want to. <laughs> there's there's the five years showing right there. There it there's is. The gap. Yeah, I dude, Napster, Napster was tough, man. You try to download. Limewire. You try to download like five songs. You'd set that up before you go to school, mm-hmm. and you'd come back, and your your computer. This is like pre laptop. Well, I don't know if it's pre, but for us, your computer would just explode. The house oh, computer was like just every on, day. It was just on fire. Like. Mm-hmm. It just overheating. It's like, dude, I can't download all these Usher songs. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. This Britney Spears stuff ain't gonna work and the anymore. Whole thing is like, it, was, it was never what it was labeled. No, right? I remember my brother's best friend got like mega fined by Napster. Like, they tracked him down, and he got like a big fine for each song that he illegally downloaded. It was thousands of dollars. My God. For like downloading whatever, like Timberlake songs, Shut crazy. Up. But Shut up, you know? anyway, um, my closing thought is a huge shout out to Joey for the birthday gift he got oh, me. Oh, that's me. It was super cool, super thoughtful. So I open it up, and at first, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like a, a framed Sports Illustrated with some <laughs> Red Sox fan kids on it. Am I one of these? Like, what's going on? And you pointed to the date, so it is exactly the day I was born. Which blew my mind yeah. when I saw August 13th, 1990. Same as Hansel Robles. We got the same exact birthday. And it's the fact that the SI that came out the day I was born has Red Sox kid fans at Fenway. It's about seeking autographs. It's about autograph seekers. Yeah. Which I did so much growing up with Nomar and Mo Vaughn and, and Pedro. Well, Pedro never really signed that much. Manny. All those guys. Mm-hmm. 
and it it just it genuinely freaked me out a little bit. I was like, how that? What were the odds that this would happen? That's it's a crazy. fake print, man. I made it. It's not even. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine no, if I, I did take I a look a little closer, and it's clearly glued on. I'm like, this. <laughs> the date was just added on here, but that's a little nuts, though. And no, 100. percent I double, triple, quadruple checked it because I was like, this yeah. is. This is weird. It was like the national issue. It wasn't like there was like SI Boston or like SI yeah. Kids Boston. It was like, and it's also a monthly issue too, you know? Yeah. I, I like The fact that it's. The more we the broke day. it down at the old apartment, I was like, this just is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Yeah, but a great gift, Joey. Thank hey, you very thank you. much for that. Glad you liked um, it. Yeah, it was a fun birthday. Went home, had a little lunch with the fam. That was great. Mm. And then Sox, Yankees, Saturday night at Fenway, a couple of Vaughn Lems. Doesn't get much better than that, man. Fun yeah. time. Yeah, fun time. I'll say, dude, I'm, I'm not going out. Oh yeah, we got to mention that. Yeah, we we went to Bill's again. bar. Um, yeah, I don't really. Let's I, throw him under the bus. Let's say who it was. It was Bill's bar in Lansdowne. Holy cow! Yeah, Those places are. Well, it's not like Bill's bar was great to us with uh, Section Ten. We did some live shows there, and like okay. they were awesome. So like, I don't want to like dump on Bill's bar. I think it's a fun place. But me too. I just actually. don't know what was going. It was just packed, dude. Like not packed. Like oh, it's crowded. Like. It was like dangerous packed. Like you like, literally couldn't move. Like if there was like a fire or something, we're all toast, literally. There's that, that was good. good. That was really good. I know, you I should know. happy I birthday, bro. That feels like it's in an article. <laughs> they would have been toast, literally. Um <laughs> but then <laughs> seven hundred and eighty seven people are toast. I'm really literally I'm really after it, Bill's bar burst. I'm really making these reporters seem like nerds out here. But like, no, we we transferred over. Transferred that's not the right well. You can just slide over to Lansdowne Pub because that's where the bathroom is. Bill's Bar doesn't have a bathroom. They're connected, those bars. Right, right, right. And go over there. And we were Same just thing. we were just trying to get a drink uh, being Elaine. And I know you guys are there, too. And we're all just trying to just be able to hang. And it's like, oh, that's a, even if we get one, we're just going to be swarmed by people. Like, I don't want to do this. We're trying to get out, getting, like, pushed by, like, Yankee fans. I just stare this big boy down. Mm. It hit me real quick. I'm like, nah, he's huge. Like, this is it, you probably shouldn't <laughs> yeah, stare at this guy yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um but kind of gave him a little death stare. I'm like, don't push me, bro. I don't. I didn't say that. I don't have that in me. But it's just that that whole setup was uh, an absolute nightmare. So didn't love that. Yeah, Rest of the birthday was great though. That, yeah. that was just like we got to clean that up. I don't really love going out around Fenway anymore. Like nothing's gonna match Baseball Tavern. And um, I know we've we've broken this down before, but I don't know. It just feels like it's I like more that for place like, that we found ourselves at together last night. Don't want to say the name of it. You and I found ourselves at one. Oh uh, yes, for, yes, like, one yes. That place there. is good. I that think that's going to become the go-to place for me, honestly. I would agree. That and then I got a, I got a new spot. I got another new spot. But like it's not it's not like Tavern. It is, Tavern was a per- perfect middle ground. Yeah. Where like that place we were at's like a little tame. But like that's that's my speed is like I just want somewhere I can sit, have a conversation, and have a beer. Like, yeah. That's yeah. all I need. Totally agree. What's your uh, closing thought? Um. <clears throat> Happy birthday. <laughs> no, Thank you. no, Imagine no. If I sang the whole yeah, song. Oh, my God. Uh, that would be the bit that's just like, dude, all right. Yeah, no, I got it. No, I have to sing the whole song. I got to finish it. It's a thing I, I have. Sorry. Yep. Um, no, I don't, I don't think I really have one, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm happy to be back at Fenway, bro. It, it was yeah. such a long time that I wasn't here. It was like a month and a half. Yeah. But, I mean, it, that, it felt like a long time. It felt like a long time. We haven't recorded here in, in ages. It was the last Sunday Night Baseball for the Yankees uh, series there. But one, I'm going to add one here. This is probably yeah, a little yeah, surprise yeah, yeah. add-on uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the – you know, I'm going to add one here. Okay. I got to I gotta give a shout-out to Jared. It was a great first pitch. There was a lot of hype around the first pitch. Oh, what's it going to be? Is it this, that, the other thing? Um, deep down, yeah, I want, of course I want it to be terrible. I That's that's what our relationship is. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I was – Hoping, you know, with a bunch of people here filming, this thing was going to go to the backstop. It would be a whole thing. 
part of it's because you know my my hyannis first pitch was terrible so i'm like i need him to feel that pain at a much bigger scale at fenway park but that uh, was a great pitch threw it to cora we were talking with jared a lot before uh the game uh really picking his brain seeing if he he was nervous he seemed a little nervous mm-hmm. but uh it was a great pitch uh katillo asked me on the field before the game he's like do you think it's going to be good like do you think it's going to be a good pitch and i was like I know what I'm rooting for. I think we're all rooting for the same thing. And he looked at me very seriously and he said, torn labrum. <laughs> Imagine if he had to get like carted off of Fenway because he tore something through the first pitch. But now it went, I mean, it went like you would want it to go if you're him. Right. I mean, that's exactly. Uh, I, I told you it was it going couldn't to have gone too. better. I was like, it. that's just kind of how Jared's life goes. Like things just all kind of go right. You know, yeah. Well, a lot, work yeah, out no, a lot, lot of things have worked I out. I mean, I don't obviously, know every happening of his life. No, I know. I, I obviously, things just kind of. Work I obviously out know Jared very well. He's put a lot of hours in. We uh, get on each other's case, but it was a good pitch. It was a good pitch. It was a good pitch. You know, credit where credit is due, and you know, it's cool that Cora caught it. And um, I do have one thing to say. This isn't about Jared, but like a first pitch should be a first pitch. We, I'm, I'm not huge on like multiple first pitches. Because it was someone you. else that threw you. one, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. That's the sec- one. That's the second pitch. Yeah, not the first pitch. It's not the first pitch. Like Jennifer Hudson, they they had a, a first pitch of someone I've never heard of before, and then Jennifer Hudson came out and threw one, and I'm like, first off, that kid that threw one earlier like yeah. should not have been ahead of Jennifer Hudson. Like, what was that all about? But um, she had J Hud on the back of her jersey. I'm don't like, has like anyone ever called Jennifer Dude, Hudson? Like, yeah, I don't like. You can't just do that with your name. Like, you can't be S per. Yeah, I'm like, you know, you can't just can't make up J-Cop. nicknames about Actually, yourself. J Cop kind of works. J Cop kind of like J Cop. S per is terrible. It's terrible. Spur. Ugh, God. J Hud. I was like J Hud. What is that all about? Rolling she on. was doing a lot out there. I, I she was kind of hashtag doing too much a little bit on the mound. She also had like an ankle length gown on. I don't, and pre- it was a good pitch for having like the the whole you know outfit on, but yeah, the whole shebang there. Um, but yeah, fun, just a fun time, fun time at good Fenway weekend. this week, and it was weekend. a good weekend. And the Sox won two games. They won two games, and when you win two out of three, it is a series win. I know we haven't had a lot of those, so I just want to remind you what that means. Remember these. Remember these. It's a series win. We got series MVPs. Got a nice off day. Today is and a nice off day. The, the old Pittsburgh Pirates. On the other side. I know. I, I know. Playing the Pirates at the best ballpark in the National League. It's the best ballpark in Pittsburgh they got going on over there. I want to see PNC. It would be nice to see PNC Park. As I, have, I like, think it is like uh, it's usually ranked as like number one in in the bigs. Honestly, as far as like fan experience in general. Yeah, it's and up that's there for like a horrible team too. I know. So that says something. I know, very true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was fun. That was a fun weekend. Uh, all the Sox have to do now is win like seven games in a row. Anything is possible. I just, I can't, I can't overstate that enough. Like, it's gonna take a win streak. It's gonna take a legitimate seven, eight, niner uh, to to get back in the race and to actually. I know they're in the race, quote unquote. They're in the race, but you're gonna have to have a nice streak here to legitimately get that last spot so uh joey that was fun that was a really fun weekend fun show and the next you will hear from us as you can imagine is the series preview for pirates red Sox, and then we got yeah three there three in baltimore and then back here for another huge six game homestand so these games all matter more and more each day and hopefully they can keep winning series for joey capone 
I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox Kid. Inside the Monster is a production of Odyssey in partnership with the Boston Red Sox. The show is produced by me, Steve Peralt. Our executive producer is Lena Glazer. Mixing and video editing by Joey Capone. Special thanks to the Red Sox and Major League Baseball for their contributions to the production of this podcast. Mm-hmm.